0: Hello and welcome to Get to Know Galway. In this podcast I will be bringing you some of the amazing businesses and the people behind them who supply our international business tourists here in Galway. My name is Rose Finn from Galway Convention Bureau and today we are joined by Jessica Ridge, Marketing Manager
1: for Kylemore Abbey in Connemara. Um, my name is Jessica Ridge, I'm the Marketing Manager here in Kylemore Abbey. So I see some faces I recognize here and some some new ones, so it's lovely to see you all, and thank you to Rose and the Convention Bureau for putting this on. It's a great opportunity to to show what we're doing here in Kylemore and and what's new. So hopefully, some of you will see things that maybe you've been here before to Kylemore, but you'll see something new in this because we're trying to expand and develop all of the time. So Kylemore Abbey is a Benedictine monastery and a visitor attraction here in in the west of Ireland, in Connemara, on the Wild Atlantic Way. Um, as a visitor attraction, we've been in operation since around the late 80s and we've been growing and expanding the offering year on year. The 1000 acre estate takes in the abbey, which many of you would recognise as the castle. Um, it takes in the Victorian wall gardens, the neo-Gothic church. We have walks and trails. We have new farm friends on site and we have two food outlets and one retail outlet so um as i said the whole estate is kind of growing and and what we offer on it so hopefully you'll see something new here today in the slideshow there's a lot awful lot of history and a lot of detail which i wanted to put in there for you so you can have a look back on it again but um i'll just kind of skim through it today and and give you kind of the highlights for yourselves so safety first in a post-covid world we need to talk about this so um we're part of the fudge ireland safety charter and we'll be adhering to all of the guidelines as as um, is necessary at any given time. Um, today I'll tell you about some talks, music recitals and that, which we may not be able to offer in full this year, dependent on restrictions, but where we can't offer them we have workarounds in place as, as much as possible. Um, so just a bit of the history. The castle and the estate was built in 1867 by a man named Mitchell Henry. So he was a Mancunian surgeon and he inherited a a large fortune with which he built this estate for his wife. And everything you see here today would have been pretty much what they put in place, the castle, the gardens. A lot of it had gone to ruin over the years and so we're um, trying to restore it bit by bit. But the structure as is here today is what they built in that time. So after a couple of tragedies on this estate, his wife dying and then one of their daughters dying, um, Mitchell sold up and he sold to the Duke and Duchess of Manchester. And they were a very glamorous couple. So they bought it in 1903 and they were here for around 10 years. Um, they were socialites known to be in all the papers and talked about she was a very wealthy American heiress. So um, they were very, very glamorous. And but he was a bit of a gambler and unfortunately lost all of their money. And um, after just 10 short years here, they had to sell the estate, they went bankrupt. Um, but at that time, um, over in, in Europe, World War I was raging on. And I suppose um, in, in Ypres in Belgium, the Irish James of Ypres who were a Benedictine order of nuns had their, their monastery bombed. And so they fled Ypres as refugees. They came through the UK and into Ireland And on the 4th of December, 1920, they arrived in Kylemore. Um, They went on to purchase the estate and it's been their home for the past 101 years. So 2020 was supposed to be a very big year here in Kylemore. We had so many celebrations planned. Um, Unfortunately, that couldn't happen, but um, we'll try to carry forward those celebrations as much as we can. So the nuns have done great work here over the past 101 years. Um, A lot of people would recognize the Abbey as a school. So education is a big part of their ethos as is orat labora or prayer and work. And and so they have worked the estate as a school and as a a social enterprise for the local area as a visitor attraction for the past um, 30 years. And and so they're continuously growing and expanding on the estate. They also hand make um, chocolate and soap here on site. And that's something that you you can see into. And I'll tell you a bit about a tour that involves that later. When you arrive here on site, and many people will be familiar with Calmore Abbey, but if you haven't been here in the last um, year to two years, you mightn't have seen the new visitor experience within that. So with Falter Ireland, um, a new visitor experience from generation to generation was put in. And so it's um, a mixture of the multimedia kind of interactive experience with um, restored period rooms. So we were very fortunate to be part of the Great Irish Interiors um, television programme which showed how people who were actually working on site, our guides put a huge amount of work into sourcing all of the proper materials, had having dresses remade, um, having the old fireplaces restored and everything so that the castle could be brought back to its Victorian splendor. So you can, um, it's a self-guided tour through the ground floor of the abbey to take in the different parts of the abbey and its story. Um, just a short distance from that is the Neo-Gothic church. The Neo-Gothic Church is a really, really beautiful space to stop and sit and let the world go by. It's a very soft space. It's um it was built for Margaret Henry when she passed away. Mitchell built it in her memory, and so it all reflects her. So it's very beautiful, effeminate, soft area, and it's a beautiful place just to go in and sit and, and take stock. Um and during the summer, we would have music recitals in there almost daily. So it would be mainly um, soft harp music, soft traditional music, and choirs from all over the world um, contact us and want to come here if they're touring Europe or or just touring Ireland and want to sing there. So if you have any choir groups that you work with, they're more than welcome to to come and sing in the Gothic church. The acoustics are fantastic. Um, and just a short distance from that, tucked away in the forest is a mausoleum, and that's where Mitchell and, and Margaret are buried. So Mitchell was brought back to be buried with Margaret there a mile from the abbey on the other side and surfaced by a shuttle bus is the victorian wall garden so that's six and a half acres of ordered splendor in the heart of Cronamara so it's half a um, model flower garden and half a um, model vegetable garden so the veg that grows there we use some of it that we can in the restaurant but obviously it wouldn't produce enough for what we need there's also a number of buildings in there that you can visit so there's two restored glass houses a binary the head gardener's house and bothy and, um, and outside of there, we have our farmyard friends. So we have our Connemara ponies. Um, the one on the right, Snowy, has gotten a lot of press recently. She'll be on her way up to Michael D. Higgins in the Oris in a few weeks with her new foal. And um, Ken is on the left there. He's a kuna, kuna pig. He's one of two, Ken and Gloria, and they're just they're just fun to be around. Um, and during the summer, we'll be doing um, daily feedings of them. So they'll come up to the fence and, and there'll be someone there to tell you a small bit about them. We also knew for 2021 and 22, we have woodland trails and tails. So anyone who's come to Calmore will know it's a great place to get out to forest bathe, if that's what you're into, and to see nature. And this year we've added to that. um, So a lot of old trails that were there in Victorian times, we've just reopened up. We've cut away a lot of the rhododendron and the invasive species. So you can get down and you can see the the, um, Davros River. You can see right across the 12 bins up to the Diamond Hill. you can kind of almost get lost i mean it's all path but you feel like you're lost in nature back there it's absolutely beautiful so that'll be um that'll be just opening up this year when we open up and of course the flavors and gifts from crime so as i mentioned the benedictine nuns make chocolate here on site and they also make soap and we sell that in our shop Um, the pottery as well is also made on site by a local lady it's been made here since the 70s it was one of the first enterprises that the nuns took on here. Um, we also have a, a cafe and it seats 80 people indoors and we hope to have around another 80 to 100 outdoor seating this summer and we have a garden tea house um, so that's back near the Victorian wall gardens and it's, it's a beautiful glass building so you can look out on the abbey and around the the mountains rather and, and the pony paddock as you have your cup of tea. So um, just a visit to Moore takes in that visitor experience um, with the multimedia displays. We have daily history talks happening in the Abbey and they'll become more frequent as the year goes on. And we can um, social distancing hopefully won't be as big a, a deal. Um, There'll also be specialty talks that will happen um, and that you can book or they'll be happening on a regular basis. Anyways, the music recitals. Um, They're very much just a walk-in as they're happening. But if you have a group coming, the Gothic church can seat up to 80 people. So it's good for for large groups or small groups. Um, As I said, we have our our food and our retail offering. Um, The Benedictine nuns welcome people to join them for their daily mass. You can also join them online. on their. They have a webcam of their daily mass every day. And we have the feeding time with ponies and pigs. Um, Probably of more significance to yourselves is what we do for groups. So we do private tours for groups and families. So we'd usually have up to around twenty-five people per guide, and we can tailor it to what you want to take in. So the abbey is usually a kind of a standard for everyone, but if you want to take in the gardens or you want to take in the Gothic church, it might take different amount of time depending on what it is you need. Then we do private guided hikes. They'll be coming back on board from twenty twenty-two, so we used to have them here, and we hope that they'll be coming back, and that will take you up. Doheroo Mountain, which is the mountain behind the abbey. And so we do short and we do long hikes. And like that, when you discuss it with us, we're happy to, to shorten, lengthen the hikes, um, discuss the amount of people, etc. cetera. Um, a new experience that we've come in on for 2022, and which is already proving to be quite popular, is the An Evening and in more luxury experience. So this is exclusive access, private after hours. Um, you'll get a private guided tour of the abbey and the Gothic church. You will get a light supper in the abbey itself and you'll get a private music recital in the gothic church so this is very much again it'll be bespoke what you want kind of what it'll be local foods um kind of cutamara lamb oysters mussels that type of thing or if if you have a certain preference we're happy to work with groups at the moment because it's just new we're just starting out we're looking at smaller groups so kind of from two to ten people Um, We also have a local photographer who can come in if maybe if it's something special, if it's an anniversary or an engagement. A lot of people, because of the the romance here, um, like to come here to get engaged so we can organize flowers and that from the gardens as well for the experience, if that's what you want. Um, Our head gardener does garden tours. Again, they're private garden tours. They're brilliant for special interest groups. If you have any of those who would like to join us um, and pre-booking again is essential for, for all of these kind of private tours. Um, and we also hope to bring back our behind the scenes tour. So it was very popular in the last couple of years. We've had to stop it because of COVID, but we're hoping to be able to get it back next year. Um, it's for smaller groups around up to 15 because the areas are quite tight and you get in to see the nuns making the chocolate and the soap and to see Mary in the pottery making the fuchsia pottery. Um, again, it'll be pre-booked. We, we did it originally that it was just kind of a walk in thing, but they became very popular. So we're going to have to do them pre-booked from now on, which is a good complaint, I suppose. Um, so they're what we kind of recommend for groups and then our top tips there's a lot here but I'll just say a a couple of the top ones we always advise people to arrive early and make the most of their day um, and to allow themselves plenty of time so we are around an hour and a half from Galway City if you look it up it'll probably say a little less but I challenge any group to come out the valley and not stop to take photos because it is incredibly beautiful no matter what the weather so allow yourself plenty of time to get here and then plenty of time on the estate. We say around three hours, and that would be to take in the abbey and one other part. So if you want to take in the extended walks, or if you want to do the Gothic and the garden, you'd need to leave yourself a little more time than that. And as always, get in touch. We love to hear from you all. We love to hear what you're doing with your groups and what you're looking for from us. And, and we'll, we'll work with you as much as we possibly can. So... Thank you very much for listening. Um, any questions, I, I would more than welcome now at this stage. And like that, my, my details are there and the details of the booking office. If you have any questions, if you come to this later or, or you think of it after. So thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Jessica. Um, excellent presentation. There's so much in Moore. Wow, it's an amazing place. I know some of you have been there already, but um in the last couple of years, it's really um come on with the investment and the experience that's there. And you've added so many things, so many unique things. I'm I'm loving this um supper, after hours mm-hmm. supper. Yeah. Um could have it by
1: candlelight. Exactly. And because it will be after hours, we were kind of envisaging that in the later part of the years it'll be dark. So we'll give you a, a lantern to walk back the avenue um by the light of the lantern. So it, it should be beautiful and, and romantic
0: yeah just gorgeous and so many um unique facilities there with the the mini cathedral and the wall garden that you can just utilize for your your group after hours um once you're 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 ready to do that um yeah i would definitely recommend you looking up online kyle moore abbey just to even read the history it's amazing the vision that henry mitchell had 100 years ago uh, was to bring you know the employment and business into Connemara and, and look at it now like real a real legacy um yeah. just amazing and it's such a beautiful place to be and so relaxing um, so therapeutic there just the lake and the mountains it's it's a stunning place anyone got any questions there for Jessica you can just unmute yourself or pop it in the box there her is saying it's wonderful to see Kyle Moore is offering so much more than we are used to. Very well done. It's a beautiful presentation. Thank you. Yeah. Very well. Kathleen, hello. Hi, how are you doing? Great presentation. It, it's really exciting to see what has happened to Kyle Moore years ago. Years ago, we used to, I used to be at workshops with Sister Magdalena. In the day and uh, the vision that Sister Magdalena had and how she... So the renovation of the garden, the Gothic church—it was just beyond belief, and that she could fundraise for it all and get it. It's just such such a credit. It's we're, we're absolutely lucky to have such an amazing place as Skaramaravi.
1: Thank you, Kathleen. And it's actually important to point out. Sister Magdalena is still um, the brains behind the operation. She's still um, here, very much directing what's happening. So um, I'll tell her that you said that she. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, she. I tell you, there's very few CEOs or entrepreneurs in this country that would match
1: her. Yeah. yeah, she's brilliant. And
0: the um, the Abbey was a boarding school, actually, up till not so long ago, really. Was it the
1: 90s that it uh, stopped the boarding, Jessica, was it? It stopped. The boarding stopped around 2008. And was it? It closed okay. in 2010. So I'm actually a past pupil myself. I went to school here and so did my mother um, and it's one of the things you'll see when you're on the estate here a lot of the people who work here were either past pupils or have generations of their family working here so up to like my great-grandfather would have been a ghillie here for the duke back in the early 1900s and, and you'll see that throughout the estate so many people here have such um, rich connections to its history as well as its present. so um, so if, if you come across any staff Ask them a heap of questions. They'll be happy to answer it, whether it's about Kylemore, its history or the location. And you had quite a few famous boarders that used to come internationally as well. We did. So it was an international boarding school that came from all over the world. Um, Angelica Houston apparently went to school here. We don't know that for certain, but um, we've heard that. And we had um, two princesses from India and they went to school here and they would have been the nieces of the Raj who had Bananhenge Castle. Um, and then their, some of their descendants came here years later. So we only had contact from one of them a few days ago who saw the picture of the princess and was like, oh, that was my my great great aunt." So it's great to have that connection that goes through generations as well. And that's very much what the new interpretation shows people. It's the generations, how where it came from, where it went and what ties it all together.
0: Amazing history. And uh, as you said, just to allow the time to drive out from the city. It's definitely worth it. The drive alone is just stunning and uh, you won't miss it. Um, yeah, an hour and a half, definitely. Um, with mm-hmm. the roads being quite windy and narrow, and yeah, sheep passing and but lots of stops for picture opportunities as well. So just make that as part of your program if you are programming Kyle Moore is the drive out and even have, you know, a group shot or a group picture along the way to break up the journey because the roads are quite windy, but they're stunningly beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um Jara wants to know can you actually stay overnight in Kylemore?
1: No, not in the abbey itself. Now the Notre Dame University from Indiana, they have a section here um, where they do classes for their international students. Um, they have some accommodation here. They don't usually use it privately, although that's something that they're looking at doing so um while it's not here right now I would I would say keep in touch with them and see what you can do with them they're very open to different options because they wouldn't have students here all year round they just kind of come and go so um so they have another a number of options open there so um if, if anyone wants a contact I can put you in touch as well with Notre Dame University there.
0: Thanks Jessica